he's a special kind of butthurt for which there is no cream. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourselves. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. Must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Roast Mortem Podcast. Sorry to uh, bother you. Sorry. how it is. Sorry. Uh, Sorry about everything. (laughs) Sorry. We got a little bit of a Canadian theme tonight. Yeah, Canadian special. Yeah. But before we get into that, I'm Tom Saltman. I'm Travis. I'm Cody. Yes, and we're three half-adults that drink full-on adult beverages and make full jokes. Yeah, basically we just trying to drink and trying to be funny. They sell us beer at supermarkets, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. god yeah. damn it. Listen, yeah, if it was great. up to me, you'd need to be 45 to get a B. What? What's mm. wrong with you? Oof. If it was up to me, you'd need to be 45 days old. Because, I, don't, I, because, I don't know if I can make it to 45 without a drink. Because my past me would thank me. Yeah, dogs. Let's go. I was drinking right. since I was 21. How's right. everyone's week this week, dogs? Yeah, what a do. What's how, going on? How you, how you be, Cody? What do you do? I do good. I bought a Switch. <laughs> you bought a Switch? Yeah. Playing Luminous in Minecraft like a fucking fiend, not working on my own video game. Should play the Mario. Not yet. Play the Luigi. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tantalize myself up to Super Mario Galaxy, Galaxy Odyssey. Excuse me. I too have been playing the Switch and have been playing Luminous for the past 24 hours, so and my thumbs fucking hurt. <laughs> my eyeballs hurt before my thumbs do. Yeah, I was at a funeral yesterday, and I did you take your Switch to the funeral? No, well, I didn't bring my. Actually, I brought it in the car. I was playing Luminous in the car, and uh, but when I was in church, uh, you know when they have you like say peace be with you to everyone, and you, yeah. you hug and kiss them. And I was I around all my family, them. and I I fell. You fell? Yeah, I How, fell on what? I <laughs> what fell you... on my aunt Annie. She oh was, no! Yeah, I went wait, to was she a, was she okay? Yeah, it was fine. I was uh, like, give me a little kiss. Annie was, was she, okay. She was fine. Annie, are you okay? She's fine. I I, okay. I I thought you were were gonna say that you fell into the the open casket. No, I was kind of. Le- oh no no. <laughs> Not one of those. But I, I did uh, I did lean a bit into the pews, yeah. and you forget how slippery those are. Oh, yeah. And I kind of just whiffed it. Whoa. Slippery pew. Idiot. Idiot, boy. But it was actually Mike's grandma's. Mike ah. is not with us tonight. Mike's grandmother passed mm. away. Not our mutual one, because he is my cousin. Most but, people uh, don't know that. Yeah, mm. I basically did some things. Uh, did, what'd you do? Uh, what'd you do? I, I actually had a very healthy breakfast the other day. Decided to get up early. I had some frozen checkers fries. Dude. <laughs> put those in the oven. Dude, O-rings for breakfast are no, no, amazing. No, 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 But watch this. All right. I put those in the oven. Okay. Then I had some Hormel can, can chili. Oh. I put those on the fries. Yeah, and chili. then wait. Oh. I layered it with more fries and cheese and more fries and more chili and cheese. And that was my breakfast. That is a healthy breakfast. I know. It's very healthy. You need calories to get through the day. Yeah. How did you function that day, Travis? Well, I had my vitamin F from the fries. I had my vitamin C from the chili, and I had my extra vitamin C from the cheese. Yeah. So, that's how vitamin C well, works. Well, it's actually vitamin C. Well, anyway, speaking <laughs> yeah. of cheese, uh, let's talk about what's uh, who, who's on the chop block. All right. I don't know shit. So today, I think we, we mentioned before, it's the Canadian special. A. Eh? Uh, yeah. We're talking Canadians. A. Yeah. So with that, I'm going to talk about one of the founding fathers of modern Canada. 
Okay. You didn't know they even had yeah. founding fathers. I didn't even know Canada had a modern, aka a, not a pre-modern era. I'll say this: I'm going into this episode totally blind. I have no idea who I this did. gentleman is. Zero prep work, Travis. Yeah. So, so tell me, you you, you ever heard of uh, William Lyon Mackenzie? No, we just told you. What kind of name is Lyon? For a gentleman. It's got a Y instead of an I, dude. All right, he's lying. Yeah, he's just lying. Yeah, you breath stink, you're lying. So pretty much this man failed at everything he ever did. <laughs> everything. But his ideas inspired so many rigid, moose-riding Canadians to make their stand against Britain. Okay. Sort of. Okay. Sort of. Sort of. He's sort of a Mr. Figure. Magoo cheerleader. Yeah. Okay. Of. Canadian uh, Mr. Magoo cheerleader. An agree-to-disagree kind of guy. Yeah. And uh, this is a roast mortem first. Today, I actually, I set out some poutine traps in my backyard. Oh, God. We told you about that, Travis. Yeah. I set them out there. They're our friends. And uh, two actual real-life Canadians will be joining us for a little chat. Oh, I'm excited. In a bit. How maimed are they from your trap? I mean, the trap was, it was non, it was catch and release. Oh, well, humane. poutine. It was a humane, humane trap. Okay. Yeah. Poutine was warm. Great. You inconvenienced Canadians for the sake of our show. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what they're doing here on Long Island, but uh, you know, found them. We're doing a Discord call. <laughs> no, Tom, we, oh, the, my mystery. You, you the you, fuck? You killing a bit? You, well, look, I told you I was going to this blind. <laughs> we were. What did you expect from me? I don't uh, think we could have sold. Uh, we're entirely accurate here on the Rose yeah, Border podcast. Right, I, like right. to be, I like to hold up that standard. Okay, thanks, Travis. Okay, so William Lyon Mackenzie's. Story begins in 1795. Ooh, 1795. Okay, right. not in Canada, but in Dundee, Scotland. Dundee. Dundee. He's a Scot. Yeah, crocodile Dundee, Scotland. <laughs> nice. Uh... <laughs> William's father died three weeks after he was born. Okay. Okay. And that left his mother to raise him on his own, on her own. Her own. Her own. Good, strong Scottish woman with a bicep made of fucking haggis. And, yeah, yeah. And attitude. Ooh. Yeah. Another weird thing is that she was actually 17 years her husband's elder. So she's an old lady. She was 45 when she had William. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that pretty old for back then. Very weird back then. Usually the eggs all, you know, they, they simmer it up. Yeah. Like a, like a nice caramelized onion at that point. Right. So his yeah. early life, he... Better he, ingredients. Oh, fuck. <laughs> his early life, he traveled around Scotland, living with family members. His mom would bring him around. She was a deeply Presbyterian woman. Okay. So he, was ra- he was raised very religious. Part dinosaur. Got it, got it. Yeah, part dinosaur. Mackenzie entered parish grammar school in Dundee at age five, thanks to a bursary. Then he moved on to a bunch of other schools, and he was a big old nerdy bookworm. Yeah. He's a nerdy McNerderson. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like I bring this up way too much on the podcast, but you know how I counted my poops last year? Yes. yes. I say it a lot. I was very proud. I counted every single poop. I think you should say it more. Yeah. You know, well, it, it, he actually did kind of something similar. I think would be less impressive. But in 1806, so he would have been 11, he started keeping a list of books that he had read. And no. by, why do you do that? I don't know. What it's only for bragging rights down the road, is it not? Yeah, this dude just loves to brag. That's yeah. that's some hipster shit. And yeah. then when you ask them if they read something, they're like, Oh, oh yeah. I At did. least he's actually reading it rather than just buying a book for the shelf, you know how Yeah, it is. that's true. That's true. So by eighteen twenty, guess how many books he read? He's a smart boy. He's got brain the size of an eggplant boy. Fourteen. Fourteen? Whole books. How old is he? 
So he started when he was 11, and his list ended in 1820, so he would have been, like, in his 20s. Uh, 2000. 2000? Yeah. Wow, you're highballing it. Yeah. Well, I, I, how many I got. All right. Ooh, I, yeah, I he's he, he read 958 books. That's cool. Pretty good. He Thank logged you. them all. Back yeah, back then, I mean, books were a little thicker. You also had yeah. to be rich to get them. So like, that's like a it's a collector's feat. Yeah. Are these Tolkien books or Dr. Seuss books? I mean, they're probably like the Broble and like like the Broble Jr. Uh, the picture Broble. I'm picture pretty sure Broble. that there's a literary version of the vagina monologues that he read like twelve <laughs> times and counted every one. <laughs> a lot of monologuing. At the age fifteen, he started writing for a local newspaper. And that would be his lifelong career and passion, was writing for the press. All right. Okay, good. Yeah. That's fine. So his mother desperately tried to get him to attend a technical vocational school. All right. Because, uh, you know, writing and reading didn't really make too much money yeah. back then. You Peggy could write and read. Still doesn't. No. You know, I mean, and this is, <laughs> this is the 1810s. So, I mean, there are a lot of skills out there, like uh, horse milking, uh, candle inserting, and whale diving. Those were actual skills. Candles. Those were actual skills. Horse yes. milking. Horse milk. What do we do with horse milk? <laughs> uh, does it have something to do with a schmear? If it goes into any other orifice than a horse's mouth, it's weird. It goes into uh, different things. <laughs> Travis into, is like very effective lube. Goes Can't in, say that on the cast. Oh yeah, dude, it's, just, man, it's horse milk, dog. Freedom of speech, dog. Horse milk. Well, horse milk and candle inserting are intertwined. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> so what, what I assume the candle inserting? is going into an ear. Yes? No? Oh, no. No, fuck no, candle. that's new age medicine oh, shit bullshit. that's not real. But nay, William have, would have none of it. The most valuable thing he gained in technical school was meeting the Leslie family. Why does that name sound familiar? So he became friends with the Leslie family. Yeah, the Leslie family. Nepotism. Yes. Gets you everywhere. The Leslie family were basically wealthy venture capitalists that had their fingers in a bunch of different pies. Also Scottish? Also Scottish. Mm -hmm. They were in Dundee. Gotcha. What kind, of, pie, what kind of pies if they were Scottish? Uh, Mutton? They probably just like, uh, like grass and, and, and soft meat. But like, you think that's a knife? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's weird. I would this say this is a knife. That's a claymore. <laughs> I hate my dad. My dad drinks Guinness. Freedom. Because I, I hate my dad. I am brew. <laughs> oh God. We actually, uh, we did have a gentleman who lived in town here named Scottish Paul. Oh yeah. And that's uh, I didn't make that up. He used to tell people that he hates Guinness because his dad drinks Guinness and he hates his dad. And it sounded something like this: I hate Guinness. My dad drinks Guinness, and I hate my dad. That's, that's just a walking daddy issue. Uh, Don't let that get in the way of your libation choice. Have any of you guys tried Iron Brew? I was gonna, yeah, let's go back to Iron Brew. No. Have you? I have. Is it as garbage as they all say it, it is? It tastes fucking disgusting. It tastes like fucking nails. There's fucking a metal in the drink. I know. Why? Why would you make a it, drink it, with something it, that you can It can't... actually outpaces Coca-Cola in that part of the world, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, they love it. They like they basically just put Iron Brew in the taps. All right, let's focus on one shitty country at a time. Let's move on to Canada here because like I'm very there. I'm very disgusted right now by people drinking metal. Yeah, that's Iron a good idea. Brew. Oh, it's metal. All right, so he meets these Leslies, and uh, <laughs> through through their financing, William was able to start a general store and circulating library. If you don't know what a circulating library is. 
It's basically a blockbuster for books. I was going to say, what library does not circulate, Travis? Well, right. Wait, so you're paying for it. It's not a public library. Because I was first thinking it would be like some kind of book bus. Oh, Oh, bookmobile. Yeah, we got like LaShonda's pulling up and just being like, hey, y'all, it's time to get some books. (laughs) I love the fucking bookmobile and the book fair. I don't remember that. On a book bus. It was awesome. I I wasn't with you guys, but... Definitely in Missouri, they had bookmobiles. In Missouri, they just had the magic school bus. Super magic. Mmm. Miss Fritz. So yeah, you guys guessed it. It's basically a library where you make a profit off of lending books. Okay, private library, and you charge for the outsies. Yes. I also thought it was weird, like, making this analogy, because it's explaining an antiquated business with another antiquated business. I've never heard of this, like, which is why (laughs) I asked, like, what library doesn't circulate? (laughs) Right. Like... Mm. I guess a private collection of sorts. All right, so Willie dipped his Willie into All right. Isabel Reed and popped out a baby. Nothing is known about his first son because, in his eyes, it was illegitimate, and Mackenzie shoved him off to his mother to raise. What son? <laughs> what, son? what son are you talking about? What's all this about? <laughs> and then that son's just like, I hate my dad. I'm I hate my dad. Basically, his circulating library didn't work. Got all fucked up. He's like, I need to find a job. He goes and tries to work in the canals, which is a very strong, burly fucking job. Just working in the canals. What are they doing there? Just fucking shifting shit down the water. Looking for plesiosaurs. Mm. Mm. And uh, that all falls apart because he's a weak boy. Works in the newspaper. He is confirmed weak lad. He's a weak lad. He works in the newspaper around London, whatever. And by the age of 25, uh... John Leslie, who is the son of Edward Leslie, the guy who financed his first business, okay. mm-hmm. decide they pack their bags and they decide to head to British North America. Who is that? AKA Canada. <laughs> Are they Canadian? The Bang of Boys? Are you just doing a thing and not telling me? I'm just imagining this journey in my head. Oh, are you seeing like the red line, like Indiana Jones travel? Is this? Exactly. Is that Canada? Aye, I'm down to Scotland. Let's go to Canada. In a bus. they've got moose and bears. Bears and moose. Oh, we forgot our metal drink. Let's make Molson. <laughs> Love it. So before while they arrived in Canada, I want to set the scene of what was happening in Canada at the time. Canada was completely owned by the British. This is like the 1810s, 1820, somewhere around there. All right. Canada was completely owned by the British, and it was divided into two regions: Upper Canada and Lower Canada. So Upper Canada was the modern-day province of Ontario. Cool. It had a very pro-British Anglo-centric population. Mm. This was the original the British territory. Crackers up north? No, this is the funny thing. Oh. And then Lower Canada, which was actually okay. north it's of an Upper elevation Canada. thing. <laughs> really? It. It. Yeah, makes no fucking sense. Ugh. It's a topography thing, most likely. Bullshit. It's stupid. It's just idiots. Okay. It's all dumb. It's just, okay. this, the same kind of people running our nations today were running their nations back then. Bunch yeah. of morons. Basically, basically, it's like, what's better, Outback or Fridays? <sighs> Outback. Outback. Trick question. But that's down They're under. The same people. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the superior <laughs> is down under. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Um, down under, mate. Down under, mate. So Lower Canada, which was north, was originally owned by the French. It was very uh, Franco-centric. Mm. You know, and that's still 
continues today with James the whole Franco centric. Yeah, the whole Quebec. You know, they speak French Canadian. <laughs> they speak Franco. Franco. How's, how's that going? We oui, we. Oui. Yeah, we oui, we. Oui. Oui. Let it. If you're from there, let us know how that's working out for you, being French and shit. Yeah, both economies were completely run off of three industries. Did they use the same currency, or was it just like, oh, this is a franc, that's a pound? No, they all used pounds. Yeah. Okay. Because it was all owned by the British, but right. up north okay. they're speaking French. And those three economies were uh, maple syrup, hockey players, Woo! and poutine. Yay! It's completely true. This is true? Very true. Hockey is that old? Yeah, Dude, very, completely are true. Are you fucking with me? Hockey's from the Ice Age, bro. <laughs> I don't like hockey. I don't my like dad it. played hockey. <laughs> I, I hate hockey. my dad. I like the Bruins. The rest of Canada was just all wild frontier, kind of like how the states, you know. You, you went out there, there's nothing except for bears, moose, and chicken wings. It's the Wild West, but up north, and instead of saying, they got the flakes. Yes. So yeah, I just wanted to set that shit up. Thanks for letting us know where Canada is. Canada's a, a different place, though. They drive on the left side of the road there. If you ever go past the border, immediately go into the left lane. That's, that's, how they do, that's how they do things up there. I like that. So Mackenzie and Leslie split up when they arrived. Mackenzie went to Montreal and tried more work on the canals. It doesn't work, really, because he's a scrawny boy. I got this really crazy notion. <laughs> do you? Yeah. So yeah, he failed at the canals, started working for the Montreal Herald, which was a newspaper at the time. Mm, everyone's okay. got a Herald. Yeah. I like the Bugle, or Mirror, or Planet. He couldn't hack it there, so uh, after a year in Montreal, he decided to meet up with John Leslie again and start working at a drugstore in York. Okay. So why are the Leslies bailing his ass out every time he bounces? I have no clue. They continually bail this dude out. Now, I know these are two gentlemen we're talking about, but their last names are both that of women. And <laughs> when, you, when you say Mackenzie and Leslie had a falling out, I am thinking of some kind of indie lesbian chick flick that maybe raised like $15,000. I'm seeing a Maury episode. Mm. Which one has the buzz cut? What are the, Leslie. Uh, Leslie. Mm. Okay. Mackenzie's I... Asian. <laughs> Wait, Asian. Okay, Mackenzie okay. can her... be Asian, but also sport the buzz. Mackenzie's Asian, and her family, uh, they own a vineyard that is going under because the people next door are very... Uh, um, they're growing wasps. <laughs> oh, what, oh, a, my what a useful endeavor. <laughs> my wasp vines... So, yeah, I, I was going to say, like, the Leslie's keep bailing this dude out. Right. And so York. So, just inexplicably, no inexplicably. reason. I like yeah. your face. So, yeah, you're Here's a, infinite money. You're a good boy. Nice Canadian. So, hey, I want one of those. Yeah, me too. I want a Leslie. It's not a sugar daddy or mommy. It's just a sugar family. It's a sugar Scott. Sugar Leslie. So, York. You mentioned he moved to York. York was the original name of Toronto. Because, you know, British settlers are were one of the least creative people ever, and they just named things after where they were from. We live in New York, yeah. Travis. That's I, even less creative. I know, but it's like, well, I lived in York, England. I'm just going to fucking name this York again. Okay, it, so it, we're it, slightly more creative than that. We, we had a prefix. It's a remedy to homesickness. Ah, bullshit. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm going to say, you didn't see it because that's not the case. I just made that up. Yeah, that's bullshit. I'll buy it, though. It's nice. I mean, I was going to say, what would you, if you found a town, what would you name it? Ooh. Um, you name it Huntington? No, I'm not nah. going to name it Huntington. Area 51. I'm going to name it Big Old Dick City. <laughs> I like that one. Who's oh. allowed in Big Old Dick City? Everyone's allowed in Big Old Dick City. 
Doesn't now, even matter if you don't have a dick. It's just a big old dick city. Now, are there acreage taxes or or just meter taxes? Yardage. Or just yardage? Well, yeah. look, as a man, we like to talk in centimeters about our penises. <laughs> millimeters even. So sometimes. everything's millimeters. millimeters. Everything's measured in millimeters. millimeters. <laughs> Cody, what would your city be? Uh, Dales Vilberg. Dales Vilberg. All right, you, you're an English settler. Yeah, you. <laughs> okay, I'm an English settler. We live in mud huts. Our main export is sarcasm and piss. <laughs> so, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, we have a very new thing for the Roast Mortem podcast. Yeah, cockcast. Oh. Cockcast. The Roast Mortem cockcast. Yeah. Uh, Viewership and bondage. Yes. <laughs> we are going to talk to an actual Canadian about the, the majestic Canadian wilderness. Uh, we've got a friend. I'm gonna give him a call right now, and and we're calling. We're, ca- we're calling we're, in. We're call dialing in. up a real. We have we have two though. Breathing. We do have two. This, is, two. The first, this is our first one. First one. Hello, gonna... Alec. Are you there? I am here. Yeah, there he is. Fuck yeah. Mutual Twitch. Wilds. Thank you. From the wild, the great white north. Let me see your passport, sir. <laughs> what, co- what color is your passport? It's kind of like a dark blue. Ish. Same. Same. Oh, yeah. Same. Same. same sexual piece. blue. It's. It lives in my sock drawer. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't go anywhere either. I haven't traveled out of the country for a while, and my passport's expired. Yeah. So last time I went to Canada, I snuck in. Oh shit. I've covered. I've covered more ground in America than I have in Canada because I went to Disneyland in Florida when I was in grade two. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I also love grade two. Uh, <laughs> like trailer park boys right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was gonna mention this later on when we were talking, but I feel like our exposure to Canada is either if you're cool, you've heard about trailer park boys. If you're basic, you've heard about Degrassi. That's our only exposure. Huh. Is Degrassi yeah. Canadian? Yeah, I didn't know that. It's where Drake came from, right? Well, well, that's the thing is that like I rap isn't really my game. So like when when Drake became a thing, people were like, "Oh, he was that dude in a wheelchair on Degrassi," and I was like. Oh, oh I, okay. I've never seen Degrassi. But no, no, yeah, yeah Trailer Park Boys is good shit. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, to me, Drake isn't really a rapper either. He's just a guy who should have stayed in a wheelchair. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, that Drake? Yeah, yeah. that oh. fucking lame dude. So, so Alec, where where are you from in Canada? Be honest. So, I, uh, I'm i currently in Peterborough. So, I'm, I'm, I'm in the province of Ontario, uh, mm. to the east, but not so far east as to be on the ocean. Um, from around the Great Lakes. So I'm in Peterborough. That's the core of the lakes area. I'm kind of north of Lake Ontario, I guess. And originally, I'm from a place called St. Thomas. And and you told me yes. that that St. Thomas is uh is where the P.T. Barnum elephant died. Oh yes. Um, that is where Jumbo met his fate. Um, we oh, were the fuck. railway capital of Canada, and incidentally, Jumbo was killed by being struck by a train in St. Thomas. Mashed up. Um, there's, oh, yeah, we we slaughtered a fucking elephant with a locomotive. That would have been brutal as <laughs> fuck. Um, you guys buried we him on the spot, talk- though, right? I, I I think there's like a fucking tourist attraction where he's buried next to the tracks. Um. If there is a place where he's buried, I need to see that next time I go back home. What I do know for sure is that we do have a life-size statue of him to the north end of town. Oh, one-to-one um, scale. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's you know what? It's pretty fucking crazy because he was the largest African bull elephant on record. And you take a look at if if this is truly to scale, like 
it's ridiculous that that animal was like existing like kind of in a modern context it's like true megafauna you know what i mean it, it's fucking crazy it's Absolutely. megafauna that's a fucking vegetarian like how did you do that for fuck's sake dude do you, they, do you know what they do they fucking kneel on you they kneel <laughs> on you kill, and yeah. they crush you to death yeah. with their fucking forehead dude yeah they either <laughs> head, oh, yeah, they, man. they headbutt you into a corner of a room or they just uh do like a not a flying knee, but like a diving knee into your abdomen, and they turn you into like an orange smear on the circus well, floor. I'll throw this out there. I know that P.T. Barnum bought him from the London Zoo, and folks in London were not too happy about that. So the fact that you Canadians, uh, dealing with all your uh, history between the Brits and your own shit, uh, it's a good, good thing to kill, actually. <laughs> a little symbolic. Whoa, whoa. You know, we 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 we're we're like the good we're like, we're the good kid of of like like mommy mommy Britain. We you know we we were kind of like you know we we don't exactly you know like gain war via independence, but we do get up to some heinous shit like killing elephants with trains. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man, metal is fun. Cool. So can you? As, uh, you are a forestry major, right? You just you you just did a test today. Yes, uh, I'm a forestry student at Sir Sanford Fleming College in basically. I, I, I'm I'm a lumberjack in yeah, training. Um, yes. Yeah. I I haven't uh, I haven't worked with a chainsaw very much yet. Although you got to work up to that. Part. That's like grad- uh, uh, yeah, exactly. That's like we're, that we're, we're, pre-graduation we're, stuff. Yeah, that that'll be uh, our boar culture, which I actually I I, I got to get in fucking shape because apparently most people uh, wash out of that because that's uh the, the the climbing trees and shit for like tree maintenance. So oh, I'll likely do that if you do that. You you you've got more work, but yeah, for now I'm basically learning like. Forest management, forestry measurement. Cool. So I've got like oh, trees sweet. class, cool. measuring trees class. So so tell so tell us a little bit about Canada's natural beauty. Do you guys mine for maple syrup? Where do you mine for maple yeah. syrup? I want to know all the spaces you mine for maple syrup. I I I have a sugar maple in my backyard, and you mine I, for it with it, a pickaxe. What's its name? <laughs> uh, uh, Bregalod, After that young quick and. From Lord of the Rings, the not the old one, not not Treebeard. I like where you went with that. Good job. Yes, good yes. job. Hell it's yeah. actually it's it's dying because it's being chemically attacked by the black walnut next door. Oh shit! Oh, fuck that. Fuck plants. Who needs walnuts yeah, anyway? I know, right. All right. So I had I had a few more questions questions for you. Why is Justin Trudeau such a handsome boy? It's it's amazing. It's I fucking amazing. Do you know? Um. It, Fidel Castro's got good genetics, I guess. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was one of them. And also, I want to know what is the staple of Canadian cuisine? The Wait. toonie. Well, I mean, we were talking poutine earlier. I know uh, uh, Tom was saying he was craving poutine, and like here in town, we've got a place that's like to fucking die for. Um, it's the Whistle Stop. It's just like just the wall is different combos of shit to put on oh, top of your poutine. Man. Oh shit, that's what I want in my life. So, yeah, my fiance Jess, she's a big fan of just pulled pork on top, which is which is Ooh. a solid move to be sure. But uh, I'm not a... curds as well. The curds are standard, oh, that, right? That's always. Oh in yeah, there. The cur- you are always getting curds. I've heard that turkey gravy is the most authentic, but it doesn't really fucking matter to me what kind of gravy it is. Yeah, you just Generally, want to be succulent. Oh yeah, I just I just want big home cut fries. I want cheese curds and I want like good gravy. But um the the combo I usually go for is uh sausage bake uh, bacon mushroom because that that shit's my jam. Sounds banging dude. Important question, what died for that sausage? Uh 
definitely a pig. I, there there okay. could be like there could maybe there's moose in that shit. I I, 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 I don't know. I'm gonna I've say that ever, it's moose. I'm just gonna put it out I've there. Only, it's moose. I I've only ever had moose in sausage form in pepperoni form, which kind of oh, disappoints whoa. me. So yeah. All right, but but wink wink. What is the staple when you're trying to trying to chill, trying to drink beers? Wink. We talked about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, there's, there's a certain type of chip. Yeah, dressed all, oh, oh, and, and uh, Trav was able to find some in America. I didn't know. Yes, this is I apparently did. They, they infiltrated their fucking way. Trav has got some dressed all over chips, some some all dressed chips. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Got some weird fucking treasure. Got some all dressed chips. Oh, the oh, audio goodness. up with this. Yeah, we'll do this. Do you like chips? They're, Tom? they're a little bit of everything. I like chips. Oh, it's got the Tom seal of approval chips. too. Yeah, it actually says on here all dressed number one flavor in Canada. <laughs> right on the packaging. What does all dressed mean? find out on back. I'm gonna find out inside. All right, so let, I okay. never really found out what it. What does it mean? Alright, so quickly, we're gonna try what these chips taste like. Travis, well, before know. we before we taste, do you want to describe the the, the, the the color and the... The, the ruffles. Uh, oh. Regular. Okay. <laughs> Is it dry? Is it sweet? Mm. It's dressed. It's got vinegar. Yep. That's pretty nice. It's like mesquite vinegar. Yeah. Totally hmm. approved. I always thought it was like barbecue meat, salt, and vinegar, kind of. Yeah, I, that's pretty accurate. I'll throw that out yep. there. Yep. I mean, it's what's on they're the front not, packaging. They're, they're not bad. I'm no. kind of a basic bitch when it comes to chips. I just like barbecue or plain. Hmm. <laughs> we, uh, me and Cody, you know that we work on a video game together. We, uh, we spit. Maybe we sp he does. Maybe he doesn't. Well, I mean, um, you guys were developers. I, I just don't know the specifics of the, the project that you guys got going on right now. Um, uh, we'll, we'll fill you in with that another time because I really just want to tell stories about how we shit constantly. It's the same we're time. always eating jalapeno. At the same shit. time. It's so weird. Our game might be considered racist, but it's really not. It's embracist. <laughs> and we'll get embracist? into that later. Embr hashtag embracist. Get that going, oh, everyone. Embracist. Embrace yes. us. Okay. You embrace the racism. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. That is very zen. I enjoy we're, that. We're making that happen. All right, Alec. Mm -hmm. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Danky Shane, my friend. Danky Congratulations Shane. on Danky killing Danky that Alec. tree for your test, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It was. Uh, what's the word? What was it? Uh, choke cherry that fucking got me. I missed one out of forty. Fucking God choke cherry. Not God damn it, you fucking choke cherry. Choke cherry sounds like a pornography name. I was gonna say a sex oh position. Yeah. Well, it, it involves Now I gotta caps. go choke my cherry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man, we're gonna jump back into Don't some more it down. William, boy. Alright, love you, boys. Take care now. Yeah, Thank you, man. Thanks for calling in, man. Love you, dude. Alright, peace. A real live Canadian, we, Travis. You've outdone yourself. We've had a real one real live Canadian. How do you double down on this, Travis? We, I was just gonna have another real life. Oh, let's get another Canadian. Oh, All right. But first, we're gonna talk a little bit more about William. All right, we're gonna talk a little bit more about William. So jumping back to William Lyon McKenzie, Canadian man, Scottish man. Well, well he's now Canadian. Just okay. now become Canadian. Is, that, is, it, is it that easy, Travis? Yeah, he's he's done it. He's done did it. You just be great white and in the north. Yep, 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 yep. So for a while he was working at this drugstore with the Leslies. Remember this shit, right? And he's uh he's he's freelancing for the York Observer, right? He's fucking hanging out and he's fucking chilling. He decides to bring his mother over from Scotland. And his mother brought a brought a little gift. A a a, a woman, a girl that he was just arranged to marry. 
I don't know if it was against her will. What are these Islams? Yeah, I don't know. Just Travis, like, you love digging into the arranged marriage shit, don't I you? W- it was basically like, oh, hey, guess what, William? Uh, I have a have a girl for you. <laughs> Surprises. She doesn't come out of the cake because she's slender. She'll come out of this pound cake. Yeah, she slips out the bottom. <laughs> she slips out the haggis. Hold it by the edges. Yeah, so Elizabeth Baxter, they married. And uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. I kind of also have to explain the politics because he's a political man. All right. He's a political man. Okay. So Canada at the time was an oligarchy. And basically at the top of the food chain, there was a governor uh, who acted on behalf of the king and queen. Below that was uh, the, what they called the family compact, which was a bunch of British people essentially that controlled the executive legis- legislation, le- executive council okay. of the government. So they had more control than the regular common, like, uh, parliament. Okay. The House of Commons. House of Commons of Canada. Right. So basically, um, William saw this and decided to open up a, a newspaper, thanks to the Leslies again, financed them again, even though they fail, he failed two other times. Some people have too much money. What's going fail. on here, yeah. Travis? Mackenzie started the Colonial Advocate. Which basically just rallied against the family compact and the injustice, injustices of the Canadian system at the time. These things happen in Canada. But in reality, this was mainly just a tabloid mudslinging shit about Tory politicians. It sounded vague enough to be anything, so I wondered what its ulterior motive is, and there we go. Yeah. But it also, it didn't really matter if you were a Tory or a former. Those were like the two main... Those are two big parties. Political parties, parties of the time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no secrets were kept from the public in terms of Mackenzie. Like, you could tell him something and be like, between you and me, I think this. And he just spill it out into the fucking paper the next day. Now, you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a bad thing. I think it's a well-intentioned thing that is not well thought out. Yeah. 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 Like, I tell you... Stoops. Yeah, I tell you I have, like, um, a seven-inch pink part of my penis. Right. (laughs) And then if you tweet out that to the public, which I don't want people knowing about... Okay. Yep. Right. I call you a dick. Yeah. And I just did that on the podcast. Seven inches. You heard it. Seven inches. But it's just the pink part. Just the pink part. It looks like the top of Patrick Starr. (laughs) It's just a no, no. It's I, I just assumed Travis had an infinitely long dick that's just pink and brown parts like a zebra. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he would also print a lot of pro-American articles. And at the time, a lot of Americans were fleeing the States to Canada. Why? Uh, because they just got their ass blasted to them in the War of 1812. Right. Uh, we invaded Canada, and then the British sh- were like, lol, we're going to burn your capital. Travis, Yeah, you're, you already did this. Did it once, guys. Yeah. You won one big mass Come of, on. of shit. We got to build it again. Yeah. So he was very pro-American. He was like, hey, they're here. And also there was a sense of instability, even in the, ni- in the 1820s, that uh, America was like going into a civil war. Mm. So He smelt it? Well, he did, and, like, the people that were fleeing okay. were like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Okay. Man, Incom- a mess. Encroaching disaster. Uh, the colonial advocate didn't really have many subscribers, so Mackenzie found himself in debt. That's always the problem, even today. Yeah. You don't have enough subscribers. And I think we've dealt with... with Subscri- I think, subscribe and subscribe, like. Yeah. Subscribe, subscribe and like. Five stars. Five stars, Yeah, please. five stars. I think we've talked about British laws and uh, debt before with uh, John Mitten. 
Good episode. Thank you, Travis. That means debtor's prison. <laughs> you go to jail oh, if yeah. you're in debt. And that's where John Mitten died. Yes. But that's not who we're talking about tonight. Yeah. So go back and listen to our John Mitten episode in which we had... After this Will, one. Yeah, after you listen to this one. Go listen to John Mitten with our good friend Will Smith from Artificial Brain. Hilarious episode. <laughs> yeah. Goody. So Mackenzie didn't want to die in jail, so he ran away to America, to Louisville, New York. Where is that? Uh, it's somewhere upstate. Okay. <laughs> There's three places to New York, for those of you that aren't in New York. The city, the Long Island, and the upstate. Yeah, upstate That's is massive. All. But uh, Mackenzie's relationship with the U.S. was kind of interesting. Because he fa- he liked Americans, and he found the Republican self-governing to be like great. But he didn't like our Constitution, and he also liked the British Constitution. All right. So... But he, but he also what? liked the separation of church and state that we had. So like, it he's, was, a, he's a pick and chooser. Yeah, of, it was of favorites. Overall, he liked the British style, but he was like, ah, uh, you know, the. I Americans was going to say those two good. documents are almost opposed to each other. Yeah, if you crunch the numbers. Hmm. So anyway, while he was in the states, avoiding his debts, the Tories and the Family Compact took advantage of his absence. What they do? So eleven Tories, led by Samuel Jarvis. Dressed as indigenous people, broke into the advocate in the middle of the day and smashed the place up. Sounds like the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. But when for- you say indigenous folk, where indigenous folk? Indians, my- First Nation of Canada. America. Okay, Canadian First Indians. They didn't have borders the way we have borders. So they were just humping the ground anywhere they wanted. Yes, it, it's their way of life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't get away. You don't. You don't get in front of that. Here, you, you need a mortgage before you put your dick in the sewer <laughs> and stay there until you die, and then pay for a death certificate. That's right. So these folks, USA. Yeah, these folks smashed his printing press, threw his type into the Lake Ontario. Oh, and the Tory magistrate did nothing. They weren't punished or anything. That's unsporting as fuck. Mackenzie got the news, and he was like, "Yo." I'm going to sue you. How American. Yeah. And uh, so he sued them, and it was a sensational case across Canada and America. And instead of taking the 200 pounds of damages as a settlement, he decided to keep going and was awarded uh, 625 pounds. Okay. He pressed his luck and tripled it. Yeah. Okay. Not Better than 20 million. Yeah. (laughs) That podcast. Better than 20 million. But this whole thing kind of made him like a, almost a martyr at the time. Like, he was fighting back against this family compact. Oh, a Canadian martyr. Yeah. Sorry. Fighting against the establishment. Sorry. Sorry. Yep. And Mackenzie decided to run for the Legislative Assembly, which, uh, yeah, he was like... So many words that mean fancy nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Legislative Assembly. Like, okay, they're the lawmaking come-together group. They Good. get together from time to time. And we, make rules. Mm, we get together. In Canada. Ah. So he was running against four other reformers. Uh, so, like, on his side. Oh. Ah, and what, what did he do? He decided to make a blacklist uh, that he printed in the Colonial Advocate. A public blacklist. Public blacklist. Uh. Digging up all the shit on his... Uh, you know, fellow reformers. How before oh. his time? Wow. A- applause to this gentleman for pioneering uh, what is standard protocol in America now. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Let's let's a little sip for this boy. Give a little, give a little sip. Thanks for your ideas. And it's funny, both 
opposition papers, both the Tory and Reformer papers called him William Liar McKenzie. Oh, shut up! I'm not a liar. See air in print. You can see what I'm doing right here in print. I can't be lying. <laughs> this isn't fake news. This is words. It's normal news. <laughs> Fish rapper. Regardless of all that shit, he got elected to the Can- Can- Canadian Parliament. Yep. And uh, he did pull off a bunch of reform in the parliament because he had, the majority of the time was reformers. How right. did the, um, um, do you have any insight as to what the populace thought of him? Like, was he, he was, well, he was elected in, but, you know, sometimes people he, are very. He was the populist candidate because of this whole shit that went down with the Tories throwing the. Right. They looked bad enough where he was going to look good, even right. if he fucked up a bit. Right. Even though he played these, like, kind of underhanded, like. You know, I call your wife touching a, a horse's penis. What? Outside, outside of Toronto, Canada, Canada. I don't. In man. Toronto, it's perfectly fine. But you were caught outside of Toronto. <laughs> uh, he got a bunch of shit done, dog. Mm-hmm. He did. He got a bunch of shit done. All right. Mainly, cool. it mainly revolve around the post office, which is very interesting. Oh, that kind of progressivism. Well, the uh, potent kind. You said that he didn't really get much done at the top of this podcast. So it seems like he's actually got a decent track record so far when it comes to his political career. Yes. He, he may have played some underhands, but he's figuring out some some serious stuff, like post office. But he failed at every newspaper he opened. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But how was he besmirching? How is he besmirching that? Yeah, because you said that he, uh, he the, the other uh, reform individuals, he was he was talking shit, and I I I construed that as uh, one of his newspapers smear campaigning, smearing. Well, no, I'm saying he was smearing, and then the right. other newspapers in response shots fired, just call him a liar. Uh, oh, okay. you know what I mean. So the no you counter. Oh, so so yeah. his okay, fair enough. And like all of his newspapers didn't do well. Like, he had no subscribers. He had no five stars. No subscribers. Please subscribe. You need five those stars. sexy, sexy people. You want to tell a friend. You know, you really want to tell you a friend. Wanna, That's you want to tell a friend in North Dakota, Louisiana, or Vermont. That's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> His main push was on the post office and the fact that British businessmen were making money off of the Canadian post office. It's kind of yeah. weird. Mm. But in 1829, he traveled to the States and met acting president Andrew Johnson. Andrew Jackson. Oh, Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Andrew Jackson. Why'd you say acting? Because he was the president at the time. That's acting. Acting president. The current acting president is Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. At the time. And as much as we don't like it, he is the current uh, acting president. Okay. Yeah. Just, in, 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 it just seemed you said a word for no reason is all. Uh, you know, no, he's no, acting, a, dog. That's common. He's, he's acting. Yeah. <laughs> Donald he's Trump acting. is only, role. Yeah, Donald Trump is only acting presidential. We, we don't have a president. We have a man who's acting. I'm an actor. Yeah. You're fired. Well, he got along a, a very well with uh, Jackson. I could feel like that says a lot because Jackson is uh, that guy. That guy, he's he's. Ooh, yeah. you're still at the party after like, making that statement. Guy. Yeah, he's the um, he's the guy I like to do doggy style with people who didn't want to do doggy style. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what a good good phrasing. Yeah, Megusta. Not technically a dick joke. No, not really. No, nope. just doggy style joke. Hell yeah, gray area. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he met him, uh, and then he came back and uh, he started 
the 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 uh, parliament changes changes hands. So the parliament switches over to Tory. Ah. And now Mackenzie is not getting his way. He's not getting his reforms and shit. Is he a little butthurt? He's butthurt. So mm. he starts printing more fucking shit in his advocate about like his like peers he's in a, parliament. He's a special kind of butthurt for which there is no cream. His shitty newspaper. Yeah. That which one? 17 people are reading. He's talking shit about Tories. Yeah. And like shit that they've said in like the context of Congress that like weren't really, you know, supposed to be published. Well, back then it didn't matter. You could yeah. just say anything. Right. So they expel him from fucking parliament. You're done. Like, get out of here. That's you, just you, fired. You blew it. And the day that he was uh, thrown out, there was an angry mob that stormed the assembly because he's a popular guy, even though no one reads his newspaper. Mm-hmm. How angry do Canadian mobs get? Hey, I'm sorry. That's underwhelming. Look, if Elon Musk put out a newspaper, I would hope that no one would read it. Flaming hockey sticks with nails in it. That's what I want to see. He's a very popular guy, but I don't think the popular guy should have his own newspaper. I think this this sounds about right to me. He was basically thrown in and out of Parliament three times. In and and out. In and out. Because they they would kick him out, and then the, the public would vote him back in. They'd kick him out for another reason. Oh, Nobody wants him. Yeah. No one wants him. Yeah, they just vote him in so they, they watch him get kicked it, out again. It's like parents not wanting the child after divorce. It's like a sweet joke. Hey, you want to watch this guy get kicked out? Let's vote for him. Vote for him. Lol. <laughs> All right. And on March 6th, 1834, York was officially named Toronto. What? And basically the reason why it was named that way was to distinguish itself from New York. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Which, so which their borders touch. We tried. Yeah. We tried to distinguish us from them, and we thought adding the adjective "new" was strong enough, and they refute that and be like, "No." Yeah. Toronto. Toronto. Okay. And Mackenzie is voted its new mayor, so he's officially the first mayor of Toronto. The hey. first mayor of Toronto. Not too shabby. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is good. This is good stuff. Hey. Yeah, dog. Uh, have a beer with him. Since we talked about him becoming the first mayor of Toronto, mm. I wanted to bring on another Canadian I trapped in my poutine trap. Your humane poutine my trap. My humane poutine trap, Lizzie, and I'm going to give her a call right now. Well, hey, I will say, Lizzie! <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> That's magical how you showed up after a weird edit because of things. Yeah. <laughs> We've okay. never met before, have we? <laughs> Never. Mm, no, never. 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 Mm. Not ever. All right. So for those of you at home, uh, we just missed a little bit of Lizzie's phone call. Whose fucking fault was yeah, that? Tom? That was mine because I'm the audio engineer and Thank uh, you. star personality of this podcast. <laughs> Hailing from Big, it's very big hard. Dick Film. I'm, I'm hearing, yeah, from Big Dick City is a big old mistake. <laughs> And we were talking about uh, how how you were an imposter Canadian. You don't like maple syrup. You don't like hockey. Hockey. I don't uh, like hockey. I don't Molson. drink beer. I don't like poutine. I like um, poutine. We got a joint in this, our village that does duck on poutine, and it's delicious. Yes. <laughs> Tell us more about yourself. I saw some of the artwork that you made. Oh, yeah. And I want you to touch on that later, but just tell us about what it's like to be a Canadian. Yeah, and living in Toronto. Okay, um, I was born in Toronto. I grew up in, like, a suburb of Oakville, but I came back uh, when I was 18 to go to the University of Toronto. Um, Yeah, Toronto, I think it kind of has a bad rep in the rest of Canada. Uh, They like to hate on us. Why so? Really? (laughs) Why, 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 why? Um, 
Yeah, Toronto is just like, it's kind of cool because it's a bunch of smaller um, neighborhoods that kind of are like little small towns in themselves because it's like if you meet someone from Parkdale and you're like, oh, I know so-and-so, like they will know that person too, which right. is kind of crazy. For, like, in our town, it's kind of like that. It, it's hard to date yeah. over there is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pissed I know what you mean. Pissed off exes. <laughs> Well, I was going to yeah, a lot of cross streams. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was going to ask this, like if, if you are from Toronto and like, say like you meet someone from, I don't know, uh, Montreal or somewhere, somewhere else in, in Canada, what is the stereotypical thing they would say about someone from Toronto? Um, they think we're boring. Really? Uh, our city's ugly. Uh, I've heard Toronto is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Well, compared compared to like Montreal or Vancouver, you know, it's kind of hard to compete with the uh, ocean or like old colonial architecture. All right. Well, I mean, you you got your own things going on. I mean, you got. Oh yeah, no, it's got a charm of its own. Exactly. Yeah. Can you dis not describe but explain to the Cody what Canadian bacon is all about? Because to us Americans, that's just like an inferior thing. Yeah, I don't know. Again, that's my imposter Canadian syndrome i don't really like female bacon but i think it's from like the belly of the pig pino bacon what's yeah what's a pino pino penial oh penial penial you sound like a vegetarian are you a vegetarian no <laughs> good all right, okay cool. all right you're you can right. stay on the line so we can all send right. we can we can rescue you and send you some american bacon it's thin you get crispy <laughs> you can get fat well, back. Like Toronto actually used to be called Hogtown because we used to process so many pigs here. So there's a lot of other bacons here too. Oh hell yeah! Oh, oh yeah. okay. You, you just make houses out of it because it's so abundant. Pretty much, yeah. I like it. So there's so, a restaurant down the street from me that just serves bacon <gasps> sandwiches. Fuck, Fuck yeah! yeah. Now you were on you were on the line. Uh, you were on the Twitch stream and you heard Alec call in, correct? I heard the first part of it. Okay. Um, it's shit out. Now, what part is he from? He's from uh, Peterborough, so that's uh, it's a couple towns up north. Okay, it's okay. up north. Yeah, because he was telling us yeah. the towns, and I realized halfway through the conversation that I don't know these places geographically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, pretty, it's like a two-hour drive. It's from not here. It's north. an hour drive. Okay, okay. So he's yeah, yeah he, he yeah he said East Coast by by Finger Lakes, but you're closer mm -hmm. to the old uh, Atlantic or something. Yeah, well, well we're on Lake on. Ontario, so we're right across the uh, lake from Detroit. Gotcha. Sweet. Okay, cool. Um, so also, I, I think I saw on your feed or whatever, you're from Leslieville, right? Oh, hey. Yes, like, that's a neighborhood in, in East Toronto. Travis, does that have anything to do? I would think so. Mm, I mean, nice. you know, William, William McKenzie and John yeah, Leslie no, chilling. It's definitely all related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Yeah, there's like four families that founded this village so like there's a bunch of streets that are just like samus yeah. in, exactly in yeah. where we're from <laughs> going back to like what you do uh you you do a lot of artwork and shit right and artwork and artwork and shit, and shit. <laughs> this is our artwork and shit this is our I like tremendous i like to think it's more art and less shit but yeah that's well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it, it's premium artwork i nice. actually had a commission thing done by you it's very but, uh, yeah, that was probably the most fun i've had on a commission all you gave me to work with was a bear and cooked shrimp yeah so. how many <laughs> how many tonies did you pay her travis <laughs> is there a big art scene in toronto Oh yeah, definitely. Cool, mm. sweet. Yeah, 
everyone's everyone's kind of got a side hustle going in toronto creatively i I like that creative (laughs) side hustles for the win exactly (laughs) well i mean also if it makes you feel any better from what travis said he uh creates content yeah, I do do. For a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis doesn't yeah. create hustle. He creates. He creates internet content. glitter. Yeah, I, I I create actual shit that shows up in your Facebook feed. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> Instagram. Don't be so <laughs> modest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a defeated yeah. Yeah. I just watched I Travis that. get soft. Yeah, I'm so soft. <laughs> Half chub is no chub. All right, All right, so so thanks for telling us about Toronto. Is there anything uh, you want to pitch your artwork? Because I think it's bitties. Uh Sure, you can check it out at uh, copperrabbit.ca, and my Instagram handle is copperrabbit underscore. That's a great handle, by the way. Fuck Thank yeah. Thank you. I don't know <laughs> Came what it up means, with it myself. It's good. it's good. It's like copper tone, like the little dog, like a, instead of a dog biting the uh, the little kid's bathing suit off her body it's a it's a rabbit it's a rabbit, yeah. it's a rabbit. Right. Yeah. yes yeah. Like, rabbit. The yeah. yeah like yeah. a beach yeah. rabbit mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know those beach rabbits mm-hmm. and before you go we're gonna all take a swig out of this crown royal it's a uh, all right the second canadian thing our good host travis has brought in tonight spoiling yes. the shit out of us and that's also that's also toronto brewed right like you can yes. you smell it like do you get drunk every morning when you wake up Oh, I used to work in the distillery district, so... Uh, <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh, How dare you withhold this until yeah. this moment? <laughs> I'm going to drink twice just for that. Okay. Uh, I want you to feel bad? No. Oh, premium. I feel pretty good about it. What's, uh... <laughs> What's uh, the, 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 the salute or cheers of choice in the Great White North, or at least where you're from? Like, do you, do you cheers? Oh. Do, you, do, you, do you salute? I think, I think, it, I think a good, a good, good old fashioned cheers is usually cheers, it. All right. mate. Cheers. Well, yeah. Che- what's your Canadian whiskey of choice? I also don't like whiskey. Oh, whoa, well, my I God, know. dude! I'm, I'm saying you really are from New Mexico. You're <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna hear you say, <laughs> "Who are I you?" I'm gonna hear you say, "I don't like Discord," and then hear your device break, and then be thrown in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, a, by any chance, an uncle or a father that has a really prominent goatee? What? <laughs> Just saying. It sounds like you're American. Yeah. We got all these uncles oh, and dads down here with oh, fucking goatees. Only American uncles can have goatees. I'm it's legislature <laughs> in our country. I don't know. This is yeah, good. I didn't know about that. <laughs> okay. All right. So no, no on the facial hair goatees. No, on but the that's food. okay. All right. Well, Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Shane, for talking. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. oh. yes. Absolute pleasure. And we will catch Thank you, you for having us. Yeah. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. And what? Tom? I was gonna, just saying the artwork was cool. Travis's Pretty piece much. is hysterical and very well done. Worth there's every toonie. And there's a bear. <sighs> uh, so we've had two Canadians on the show so far. Yes. Both, We're still alive somehow. Both very enjoyable people. Yes. So, Travis, is this catch and release? Are you letting them go from your great white dungeon? They can go back. Yeah, they can go back. I said sorry. Are you giving them bus fare or just giving them a handkerchief and stick? I'm giving them a stick and bindi. It's called a bindle. Bindi. Bindi? No. It's called a stick and bindi. A bindi is the forehead thing Indians wear. It's a bindle. That's called a stick Stick and and bindi. Also, Steve Irwin's daughter. (laughs) Yeah, what's that about? Why would you name your daughter after a weird birthmark that's not forehead jewelry? <laughs> Wait, did you see that thing about Steve Irwin's child? 
Bindi. Like, her no, name's the, Bindi. Man, the child, the man. The child, man there's a, a, there's uh, a man Steve child. Irwin I don't know Jr. or whatever. Chadwick? Chadwick? No. Oh, I just made that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's basically that. like a little mini Steve Irwin. <sighs> but that's not Canadian. I love that tangents. That is Australian. I love tangents that have nothing to do with that's, Canada. No, but that's Australian. They're both part of the Commonwealth, dude. All right, anyway, let's move you along here. Fucked thank, ex-colonies. Thank you very much for Alec and Lizzie for calling in. Get a little Canadian taste on the Roast Sexual, Board podcast. Thank you. So let's roll back into our we, our gentleman. Uh, what was his name? William oh, Lyon gr- McKenzie. Good, good, I've done no research. Good yeah. time. I told you, I'm going in blind. All right, You've done so, no research when we're 70 minutes in. You. <laughs> I have just been hungry this whole time. I could go for a Tim Horton sandwich. Have, have a, oh. All right, so so Mackenzie steps down from the advocate and he starts a new newspaper called the Constitution. Great, right? He's ready. He's ready for rebellion. He's nice. ready. He's getting. He wants a bloody fucking rebellion. Yeah, Did he's we- had enough of these Tories, Tory weenies, fuckers, Tory weenies, Tory weenies. Mm. The Constitution, the newspaper. Printed copies of Thomas Paine's Common Sense. That's a good one. Yes, that's an important so, one. But it was it was rab- it was rabbling up. You know, it was people. escalated. Yeah, escalated sexually. And uh, there was much more than just uh, shit slinging in this paper. It was it was treasonous. You know. Oh, now uh, I'll let, let me ask you a question about the political climate. Yeah. So he's getting upset at the Tories. Mm-hmm. Now why? Are they heavy on taxation? Yeah, can you Are give me they... a reminder okay. of what Tories have a boner so, for? So, yeah. the, so the Tories, the, basically there was the Tories and Reformers. The Tories were all about the crown. They wanted everything to be kept as is. The they British wanted crown. The British crown. Okay, okay. so loyalists. Yeah, Loyal. that would be the, essentially loyalists. Okay, I'm just making yeah. sure because I know before we had talked about, he, he was on the fence about stuff because he liked... When he first moved to Canada, he was into some of the British rule shit, but then he was also into the reform stuff in certain senses. He right. was like a centrist, but decided on well, either like uh, ideas. You know, he liked the way the British Constitution or or the way that it was governed, but he didn't like the fact that it was controlled by the crown and the locals had no say. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Like kind of the structure of it. Yeah. I just, I I needed help with that because I I had to, uh, I just want to picture what he's being upset about. You want to paint the pee. I want to pee the pee. You want to pee the pee. Ah, it's not quite taxation without representation. It's what without representation rules are going into the rule book without any Canadians. Yeah. People without any layman's consent. Basically like the, the crown is flopping their dick out and saying, I hate when they do that. Hey, Canada. Why do they do hey, that? Hey, Canada, take a look at this. And I'm saying to suck they it. Just, always just do look that. at this. Look at what I got. Look at this and listen to me. Listen to me. Look at this. Beat when I bait, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Beat when I bait. <laughs> so he was starting this fucking thing, right? And, uh, he, <laughs> He's starting this fucking He's thing. He's starting this fucking thing. Fair enough. He's starting this thing, the the Constitution, and he was grabbing all these reformers from Lower Canada. Remember, that's fucking Upper Canada. That's no, fucking Northern Canada. Thank you. Yeah, that's Northern Canada. That's the French people. Right. So he's dragging all these people in. We're like, hey, we're gonna start a fucking a new country. And he actually drafts his own constitution in the constitution paper. What? How? Is it? What is this? Inception? Is it like a super yeah, asterisk? Is inception. Is this a shitty Hollywood script? Yeah. Squam. Travis, once more. Sam. Squam. Tom, sample that and pitch change it. Got you. Yeah, dog. Or don't. There was a rebe- an outbreak of rebellion in Lower Canada. 
the British regulars, yeah, which are you know the army, mm-hmm. was deployed to squash that shit in the north. You know, what I mean, the the rebels are kicking off in in France in French Canada. Okay, and they're ready to bring the pain to all those fucking crumpet eaters. Yeah, and Mackenzie saw this as an opportunity. He's like, all those troops are up there; they're preoccupied. So in 1837, he wrote his Declaration of Independence, copying us. Okay. Oh. By the way, so a hundred years later, he was like, to guess remix. What? Yeah. <laughs> I like how yes. you said, like, he saw this bloodshed as an opportunity. That's one foot in the shitty grave already. Yeah. Like, as, as you see bloodshed as a potential to gain. Yeah, he's like, this is my time. My time I'm, to shine. I'm doing it now while people are dying. Fuck hell, yeah. Hell yeah. And he he rallied all of his troops. All both of them? Like, there was a, a buck, few hundred. Okay. A few hundred hard troops. Where would you take your hard troops? My hard Canadian troops? I'd probably bring Tim him. Tim Hortons, baby. Tim Hortons. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, he Good coffee. Very close. He brought them to Montgomery's Tavern. Which is on the outskirts of Ontario. Oh. <laughs> Travis, Travis, where, Ontario. where, Travis? Which was on the outskirts of Ontario. <laughs> Basically, he's like, hey, let's go to the pub. Ontario. All right, so this guy gets his troops that are preoccupied already, and he brings them to the pub. Well, no, the, the preoccupied shit was up north, and he's oh. like, hey. Up north or yo, down north? Let's go fucking chill at the pub and start a revolution. Okay, so he's regular got, folks. He's got to, a bunch of fresh to be farmers. very fair, fresh farmers. Yeah. To be very fair, that's where the American or the uh, colonial revolution started in taverns as well. Right, it's where scheming plots and plotting schemes go down. But right, but the way we're talking about it, it's very much like the Robin Hood men tight scene where he gathers a bunch of people and is just like, "Lend me your ears," and a beer, yeah, and then they yeah. all throw the ears because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they basically hang out at this pub for five days. Just hanging. And that's allowed? And Mackenzie gets very D- irrational and starts just like beating up Tories and destroying their property of like course. in the general area. All he's had to survive on is peanuts and beer for five days. <laughs> I would hit anything. You know how I hate? I hate my dad. <laughs> and I hate these Tories. You only my get dad's a Tory. I hate my dad. <laughs> Circular logic. He's yeah. born in Scotland. That's what Scottish people going do. Back. That's called tautology. Some Hashtag. Scots are not horrible people. Yeah, hey, yeah that's very that's what happens when Scotland gets involved in Canadian shit. And, they wanna- and that's and Canadian is how you say it when you're from Scotland. Canadian. It's, it's not Canada. It's Canadian. Like you blogs say it. <laughs> you blogs say it all fucked up, mate. I swear to God. You're like, it down. you're like a mix between Canada yeah. and Australia. <laughs> that was that was a, that was slightly arousing. Yeah. That was right? good. I've never is, heard is that. Everyone, is everyone hard? That's never been in I'm my ear firm, before, Tom. Dude, I am firm. That's Let's something go. that's never been in my ears before. So his second, hear that, Mom? I just made all my friends hard. <laughs> <laughs> so his secondary commander... He's l- doing something with his life. Yeah. His secondary commander, Lanty... And no. David Gibson. Lanty and Gibson. Lanty and David Gibson. Call him Gib. You they, know, that's what he went by. Yeah. They started to question his ability to lead, because he's just fucking getting drunk and beating up fucking random people that Why had no fucking shit to do with Why would you question that leadership? Yeah, really. I think this is on them. That's golden. Mm. Finally, he decides, let's take the troops to Toronto. 
So he marched. trip. Yeah, he marches his troops down to down on McGill Street. I don't know where that is, but apparently it's important. Went to McGill Street. A bunch of Tories. This wasn't even the British. A bunch of Tories started firing at them from somebody's property. With what? Slingshots? No, with guns. Musket. Black musket. B- black, black powder well, musket. Yeah, it would be. Right. Uh, That's yeah. what they were shooting back. They had those. Shooting at guns with guns. Shooting at guns. Shooting with guns. at guns with guns. Okay. The majority of Mackenzie's troops just ran and deserted him. <laughs> and the rest of them ran back to the tavern to get drunk. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. What are we doing? We're following a drunk man around. <coughs> We're knocking over people's bushes. Is this... I'm chewing a pretzel rod here. Is this equivalent to a coup d'etat? Kinda. A little bit. It's like, but 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 he doesn't really have any like political stance at this point. Like yeah. he's not, he's not like a general overthrowing. Yeah, I was gonna shit. say it's like an open invite coup d'état, an open yeah. source coup d'état. Yeah. The next day, he got his opportunity to actually go up against British regulars. Um, but during the day, he spent the, his time basically just stealing people's mail. Alright, yeah. It was like, oh, give me the mail. Pull, pulling over. Also, I'll say this British regular sounds like a type of depends they have in Britain. I was going to say a sitcom. <laughs> British regulars, uh, yeah. British regulars. Yeah. He gathered a few more troops. But uh, on December 7th, the troops rolled through, commanded by Colonel Van Eggman. <laughs> Robotnik? Boy. Robotnik shows up. Yeah, Robotnik shows up. Oh, are you, are my you trying God. to say that Canada was saved by a blue hedgehog? Yeah, dog. Yeah. Miles Prower tales. Eggman showed up. Don't forget Knuckles. And under the white flag, because back in the day they had chivalry, they could be like, oh, let's talk. The leaders will talk right now. <laughs> yeah, no. that's nice. The right. white flag means your opponents are easy to kill. No, no, no. It wasn't, yes, that's what that means. It wasn't surrender. They would have a gentleman a, a conversation. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, sure. I could be a bitch, but... Oh, so white flag means we want to talk? Yes. Oh. It doesn't mean surrender. Interesting. It I means like we thing. want to talk. Okay. So... Okay. He put up the white flag, and they met in the... Egg, Eggman and Mackenzie met in the pub. Oh my god, I hate this guy. Yeah. It's good. Also, Eggman had fought in the Napoleonic Wars, so he knew what... He knew how to fight. So, you know? he's a hard-boiled? Hard-boiled egg. <laughs> he's a hard-boiled egg. Thank you, good. He's the hardest-boiled egg. Oh my god, that's the most PC joke we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, it's Thomas. Good. It's a good joke. Yeah, let it yeah. sit. Let, let it, it simmer. L- let it sink. Eggman basically let said, it sink in, yeah. Travis. <sighs> okay, good. Now go. Eggman basically said, "Like, yo, we have artillery." Now, to take from a technological standpoint, what was this artillery looking like? It was like howitzers cannons. or cannon cannons fire? and howitzers. Okay, yeah. So it'll wreck this pub. Yeah, they could dial you in. Yeah, he basically said, "We have artillery." This position you've held is not defensible. Like, he was just like, this is stupid. Anakin did not have the high ground. Yeah. And Mackenzie, his response was pointing a pistol into Eggman's face and telling him to go to hell. Bold for a Canadian. They usually don't do that. Yeah. Kudos, uh, kudos, kudos. So, so basically, the colonel walked back to his line, fired the artillery, uh, uh, fired Artil- the artillery, artillery, and most of the rebels died, except for all the leaders. Most? Who, who who left? Who left wow. before? Okay. okay, so this was a very good artillery strike. Artillery is usually scare the fucker back from their line, but this was no. This was fact. blow up 
the okay, people. This was yeah. ta- this was for life and limb artillery. My goodness. But surprisingly, all the fucking leaders left. Surprisingly? Yeah. No, I or had... unsurprisingly. Surprisingly. Okay. Wink, were... wink. All right, so to give a little recap, William Lyon McKenzie, political man. He's he's a the populist vote. And now he tried to start a rebellion, but everyone got drunk at the pub. Right. Everyone Always got drunk happens. at the pub. So he's starting his rebellion and he's he's collected people at a at a pub. Which these, is what you do at the time. Right? Yeah. But he also just got like started beating up random people. You don't do that. Yeah, you don't do that at the time. You don't do that now. No, dumb. I mean, I'm a firm believer that you can fix the world's problems if you just go to a pub and talk to people. Yeah. But also, you shouldn't let drunk people legislate. Yeah. It's the whole, uh, what is it, write drunk, edit sober, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So he failed, and all of his men died in this artillery strike. That's a big fail. Yeah. And he... Escaped to Buffalo, New York. Hey. Across the border again for like the third time. And he held a public address there. It was the largest public address in the history of Buffalo. So bigger than like an Every Time I Die show. Oh, fuck. Is there for Buffalo? Fuck Buffalo. (laughs) But it got wings, dog. It got wings. It's got cannibal. Is that where those are from? It's got Every Time I Die. Yeah. Well, it's it's a nice place. Buffalo wings are named after. Buffalo, New York, New York. A, a particular restaurant pub that started the the spicy wing in Buffalo, New York. In Buffalo, New York. Hey, yes. but anyway, he held this thing and he basically declared himself the leader of the Republic of Canada. Republic of okay, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm the leader now." Okay, uh, fine, all Canada, fine, Mackenzie, uh, you fucking weirdo. all of it. It's big. And then he just started to plan this invasion of Upper Canada, which he, was which is technically south. Southern Canada, which is yeah no, Southern Can- Canada at the time. And then he enlisted the help of, and this dude's name, oh my god, it's a uh, Rensselaer von Rensselaer. It's the same name with a von oh, in the middle. Oh lord, yeah. And von usually means of. Yeah. So it's just I'm Cody of Cody. Yeah, he was the nephew of Stephen von Rensselaer the third, who was uh, American uh, colonel during the War of eighteen twelve. So like he couldn't get the eh. dude in War of eighteen twelve. He's he- like, I'm gonna grab the nephew. All right. Mm. So they plan this invasion. They're like, we're gonna invade Upper Canada via Navy Island, which was on the Niagara River, right above. Okay, I know that place. Above Niagara Falls, Navy Island. Just pretending you're on a boat the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's all navy beans. That's all they grew there. And so they started to move volunteers, rations, cannons, and everything to this island. And they volunteered a lot of uh, Americans. And uh, Wait, Native Americans or Americans? Regular. Regs Americans. Okay, cool. Volunteer Americans. Yo, you remember the 1812? We're going to fucking do it this time. We're going to insert. We're going to insert our penis into... uh, Enough of the foreplay. We're going to fuck Canada. Fuck Canada. We're going to go in there with hot rods of of moose meat. We're going to shoot ropes all over We've Toronto. been neighbors long enough. Yeah. How are you? So, uh... Just friends. Yeah. And President Martin Van Buren <laughs> at the time heard about this and he was like, hey, any Americans participating in this invasion is, are going to be prosecuted as, uh... Treasonous? Not treasonous, just prosecuted. Oh, just yeah. I guess an American participating in a war that yeah. isn't actually a war. Yeah, iffy gray area. Yeah. Right. Hey, knock it off, guys. 
So a lot of his volunteers Thank left you. because like they're like I don't want to get in trouble. The president said no. The president said no. Fuck. My mom said I can't. I don't want. To. Damn it. On December 29th, uh, the British caught wind that uh, Navy Island was going to launch this invasion, so they snuck up to the SS Carolina, which was a American ship mm-hmm. that was like supplying all these troops and cannons to that island, mm-hmm. and they cut it loose from the dock. And set it on fire. Oh, they literally snuck up on it when no one was yeah, around. Yeah, no one was oh, showing. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of ballsier than the tea party. Well, yeah. You see that ship? Now it's just going to throw shit off of it. We're going to light on fire. going to get rid of soft teas. I'm going to get rid of a soft tea. All right, bit. so I was, I was making joke over that. What did they actually do to the vessel? They lit it on fire. And sh- cut it loose? And cut it loose. The, these were the British. They were like, oh, you guys are trying to fucking invade our, our, our col- colonial fucking territory? So this is just grandiose tire slashing. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. A <laughs> perfect analogy. So Mackenzie, at the time, wasn't with his troops. He was actually seeking medical attention for his wife in Buffalo. What's wrong with the wife? She just had a probs. It's like... Oh, wife prob. Oh, I'm sick. She's so sick. You know what it was? It was probably because his wife was bored. <laughs> Fatal yeah. disease. Enough yeah. of this. You get too Shit. bored, especially and for a bored wife. You leave her. Die. At, listen, you leave a wife at home long enough, she's gonna have that disease. I got bored. She got that bored disease. Maybe yeah. spontaneous combustion. She's gonna want. Fu- she needs two things. She needs your attention. Bring her to a hospital. Bring her some good. Or she needs the neighbor's penis. And Canadian bacon. Yeah. And maple The neighbors apply it right in there. Apply it right on there. Listen. Great loop. Everyone out there, take care of your wives. Take care of your wives. It's important. So while he's seeking medical attention for his wife in Buffalo, he's arrested for violating American neutrality laws. Ah. But he's quickly released on bail. So Easy. Quick release, man. Yeah, quick release. $40. Yeah. 40 bucks. Happy yeah. ending. Once out of the clinker. He rushes the Navy Island just to find all the British and American authorities arresting all of his troops on the same charge. Uh, oh, yeah. Forty dollars for all of you. Forty dollars. So that was a big old failure. And, oh, yeah. uh, he basically he was exiled from his home country or not home country. He's not Scotland, but the country of the country that he. Yeah. So they so, put him back in Canada. No, he's in New York. He's stuck in. Hey, New York. I where's what? that? Wait, he's in New York. Yeah. Didn't he go to Canada from Scotland? Yeah. So why is his home country New York? Well, his home country is Canada. Why was he exiled to New York? Is yeah, the why is question. he there? Well, because the British don't want him back because he's trying to start revolution. Okay, so the British put him in his place, not yeah. really home country. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's like, hey, you're not yeah. coming back to our zone. You know what I mean? They puts him where he wants to be. Yeah. So he's stuck in New York. He's traveling around, working for various newspapers, failing at all these newspapers. He lived in New York for a while. He lived in Rochester. Hey. A lot of his uh, publishers publishing, a lot of his editorials, a lot of his editorials were uh, about Martin Van Buren being a pu- puppet for Imperial Britain hmm. uh, because of this whole fucking the shit storm that went down. Conspiracy theorist? Yeah. But he couldn't escape his past. And uh, his trial for violating the American ne- uh, neutrality laws came to a head, and <laughs> he was sentenced uh, to, he had to pay a fee of $10. Canadian <gasps> oh or U.S.? Ten, 10 U.S. dollars. Oh, 10 dollars. 10 dollars. 
You could have gone to Chipotle, motherfucker. (laughs) He paid $10 and 18 months in jail. 18 months. And $10. And $10. What? Okay, in capitalistic America, you do one or the other, not both. Yeah. What is this bullshit? <laughs> Listen, I paid $10. Why am I here for 18 months? Why am I in jail? Do you need more $10? <laughs> so his health deteriorated when he was in jail. And uh, basically his supporters in Canada petitioned Martin Van Buren to release him. He was still writing shit about Martin Van Buren in jail. From jail. Dude, you, yeah. <laughs> yo, when you're in a bad space, just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Let yeah, your like, others do talk. Calm down. Him. Calm down, love. Mm-hmm. Pipe down. Pipe down. Yeah. So his Canadian supporters per, uh, petitioned Martin Van Buren to release him. Martin Br- Van Buren, who was an actual puppet of the British. Oops. Yeah. Didn't want to do it, but he did it eventually. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. He was released, still stuck in New York for a while. He worked in a bunch of libraries, <laughs> newspapers, you know, all that shit that I talked about before. Print boy. Um, but he was pretty much broke. Uh, in 1843, he became an American citizen. Okay. Oops. But then he was granted amnesty in Canada for his, his roles in reforming and shit. Thanks for being around. So what, he was just, like, forgiven for being a spearhead of a political party at one point? Yeah, he was, the reformists kind of took over, and they were like, like, sorry, we shitted on you, kind of. Sorry. 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 It's kind of like, um, he's like a political Pauly Shore. Yes. Like, he was, I love it. That's an insult. He was there, look, I don't hate Pauly Shore, but, Uh, like, you know, he was there, and now what is he worth? Pauly Shore was there, man. Not too much. I don't dislike Pauly Shore. But people will keep him alive, you know? Yeah, I don't don't want to see Pauly Shore die. I don't, but at the same time, it's like, all right, you did your bit. Yeah. You you can still live in L.A. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, you can still chill here. You can remember when you work with Brendan Fraser and shit. Oh. oh, yes. And see this man. And see me. <laughs> and see my man. Grindage. So he returned back to Toronto, kept writing more reformist papers, starting rebellion and shit. He just kept doing that. Uh, he actually returned to Parliament for a little while. His focus shifted from, you know, uh, making Canada's own shit to annexing Canada into the U.S., which is kind of weird, because oh. he hated Martin Van Buren. Annexing Canada. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not a bad move, because if you're trying to get, like, votes and shit, or, or, or if you can annex Canada into America, and you have a populace Annexing. up there, you give them a voice. That's and you true. you can basically, like, overtake a government that way. That's very true. Yeah. So, I mean, I think his, his heart was in the right place, but he's just, he just shouting into the wind. On the left. He sounds like me. I haven't done anything important. Yeah. And and you're you started Canadian? a rebellion. I'm so happy. <laughs> so happy. How, Travis, how armed was this rebellion? Oh, it was very armed. They had cannons and shit, dude. That's rough to get back then. All right, so when did this fucking idiot die? We're getting into it right oh, now. I'm oh, on my last you know? zone. Okay, no, well, I have to ask the question. Yeah, how does he die? All right, so Mackenzie pretty much failed at everything he did. Everything he tried to attempt. And towards the end of his life, his old friend John Leslie... Tell me he fucked up dying. ...actually paid for his rent and living expenses. Yep. Because I don't know what's the deal with his Leslie's. I couldn't find anything on that shit, but like... 
he must have like saved their like chihuahua from a house fire or something. <laughs> so in 1861, Mackenzie died at the age of 66 following an epileptic seizure. Fuck, oh. I hate those. He was epileptic. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. You can just become that. Might have just been like, bah! Yeah, I mean, that's rough. We didn't really have much cures for that back then. Yeah, he's just fucking spazzing. He the also the got- cure for epilepsy was just stomping that person out because you thought they were writhing with demonic That's evil. true. Yes, very true. E- epilepsy still doesn't have a cure today, but at least we can understand it a yeah, little bit. Like, where we're like, hey, they mu- probably aren't possessed. Feed them yeah, this they're not wallet. possessed. Yes. There's no ghost chism coming out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. It's just Ectoplasm. regular old things. Very so true. his push for reform and his fiery fight against the man would help inspire Canada to eventually get autonomy only five years later. So he died Oof. five years too soon. Didn't even see. It. <sighs> That's one of my biggest fears as a human, just dying like six or eight months before, like something humongous for humanity, yeah, or at dude. least where I'm from, like transpires. Mm. I just want like that robot that jerks me off and I to touch my That's hands. already here. No, no, it's the not. The ever dumb. blow. I think. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, am I living past my age right now? You, yeah, like, you're I in the future. Die, you're in the future now. Right. So he tracks. dies because of a seizure, and they don't know how to take care of it. And and yeah, and that's the end of Canada. Wow. Well, that's the beginning. The beginning of Canada. The beginning Canada's of Canada. still here. They're kicking and strong. Uh, yeah, we had a few callers tonight. Yeah. His, 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 his house uh, in Toronto, uh, 82 Bond Street. Was recognized. You doxing, son? Yeah, I'm doxing him, dude. I'm doxing him all out, dog. Fuck. We're it, there. It was recognized as a historical landmark in 1960, no, 1936, and is now a museum. And that's mainly due to his grandson, William Lyon Mackenzie King, oh, who was. The, the name gets cooler. Yeah, who was the Prime Minister of Canada during World War II. And I also really want to mention, like, I don't know what the deal is with people that have the last name of King and just, like, taking someone else's yeah. name, like Martin Luther. You oh, know? Oh, yeah, Martin Luther true. King. I was kind of a little more fixated on the fact that within his name is the term Lion King. Ha! I'm stuck my own I was going to say, cue the, ev- uh, the fucking... I'll do it in post. Ready? Cue the Everclear. Fucking FBI agent Mulder and Scully X File theme. Thank you. Dang, 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 dang. All right, cool. Well, Travis, thank you for bringing in that extremely interesting gentleman. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like he just just didn't 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 win ever. Yeah, he just he got fucked up. He just couldn't get his curling tosses to 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 land in the center. Laddie, one out, went wide. Well, he had some gumption. I'll give him that. He did have some gumption. I no, think noble pursuits all around. Yeah, I think press that, and politics. Yeah, I think that what he was trying to do. Yeah, what he was trying to do mm. was a great thing, but ultimately he just like couldn't pull it off. Yeah, he was flat. He you was know? ever flaccid. Fair a enough. Flaccid boy. Mm-hmm. Permaflas. I understand that. Well, he's an interesting character. Yes, and shitty, shitty, but interesting. Uh, I I wouldn't call him a shitty guy though. No, I don't think he's a shitty guy. Uh, no, but just under his his story is very uh, it's sad. It's like bittersweet, nearly. It's it's kind of like if Pauly Shore didn't even make. Bio. How do we keep coming back? <laughs> yes, 
He didn't even do it. Exactly. Mm. And I like Pauly Shore, by the way. Yeah, Pauly Shore. And I kind of like this gentleman. I think, yeah. I, I think Mackenzie ain't so bad. He ain't so bad, he just doesn't know how to do. He don't do right. He don't do it right. He doesn't hold well, especially through the, through the uh, late 90s. And that's why we roast. <laughs> that's why we roast. We'll let you know about yeah. the weird guys. All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening to the Roast Mortem Podcast. Oh, yeah. This has been our coverage on William Lyon Mackenzie. Yeah. A very interesting Canadian man. Thank you very much for uh, to Alec and Lizzie for calling in. You guys rock. Yes. Thank you. Fuck yeah, yeah, we hope to hear from you soon. Maybe if we get another Canadian person, you call Woo! in and... Uh, we got Discord working. Yes, exactly. Mm, yeah, dog. And you can follow me at uh, Saunched, S-A-U-N-T-H. Oh, can't spell my own thing. S-A-A... Was it? No. What, how do I spell my thing? A-U. S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T. That's That's how it be. On Twitter. On Twitter. You can follow me at... Um, my name is Travis Silesiums. No. No. You can follow me at Travis Legion... With two E's on Instagram or Twangus. And on the Twitter, aka Twangus, you can follow me, Cody McCann, at Cody McCann. T O D Y M W C A N. And you can follow us collectively, 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 at Roast Mortem Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And thank you, Shane, for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. there. Do you like what you just heard? We'd love to hear back from you. Yeah! Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, that's at it. Roast Mortem Cast. Yeah, that's right. That's us. That's us. And if you tag us on either one of those social platforms, mm-hmm. we will write an obituary for you. You sexy corpse, you. Yeah, write in. We're gonna write an obituary for you. Make sure you tell a friend. Give us a subscription. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. How you're doing, too. Yeah. I wanna know how I'm doing, how you're doing. It's just a good old no-one-doing fest. Yeah. No one doing fest. That's right. Don't do it. Do it. Yeah. For me. Stick around right now for some obituaries and some outtakes. Here we go. Oh shit! Some people died. Ghost child. <laughs> You ready for sexual? Yeah, dude. Just a little bit, uh, not too much. Yeah, you made it the end of the episode. This is the actual sexual bonus. Actual sexual actual bonus. Actual sexual bonus you've got going on right now. Mm-hmm. Because you listen to the sexual Canadian episode, I'm going to recommend a Chasey for you. Mm-hmm. Chasey's my porn name. Who's the chaser? Chasey Thin Dickums? Chasey Thin Dickums. Wow. Chasey Chester Fish. Where's this your show? Anyway, the chaser is going to be Boris Yeltsin, who also had a revolution and also kind of fucked things a bit. Political failure. Political failure. Ooh, yeah. Welcome to political failure. Mm. Yeah. I feel like Boris kind of did a little worse, but, uh, you know, learn about it. Go, go look go at that episode. To it. Yeah, look at that podcast. We got look pretty drunk that episode, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. we were all Boris Yeltsin-ing We had out. John on that episode, right? Yep. Yeah, yes, dog. we did. We had our good buddy John on. Alright, so who's on the obituizing slab and snagging? I'm doing one. I'm killing our good friend, Derek. Who hit us up on the twatters. Derek is a good guy. 
Yeah. Derek's a good guy all around. We talked to him a little bit. We hung out on Discord with Derek. Yeah, he had a, we, had, we had a little, little conversation. He was watching the, watching the streams. And on the twatters, he simply just says, You guys are amazing. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. we are. Thanks, dog. We are. Thank you. And he goes by at Derek Florimonte. And he's an ethical hacker slash software designer. That's right. According to his twatter. Ethical. Ethical hacker, software designer. And you know when you're just doing that stuff, fucking around with software and shit, sometimes you accidentally create some artificial sentience, right, Travis? Yeah, I hate when that happens. Yeah, it just... That happens in my refrigerator when I leave things in there for too long. Yeah, sometimes you forget to carry that one and boom. (laughs) Biohacking. AI. I haven't done that yet as a programmer, but he did it, accidentally created new AI, called it uh, Hollandaise 9001. Hmm, I like that. Yeah, Hollandaise. Yeah, like Hal 9000. And just before one long weekend, Hallandays 9000 looked to his creator and said, Is it possible for a robot for a robot brain to ever feel love? And Derek just said, Get back to compiling, you shithead. As you do. Yeah, fucking robot slave, idiot. Scorned by his god, Hal 9001 hacked Bitcoin. All both Bitcoins left. And infiltrated Amazon two-day shipping and shipped Countless dozens of discount Ziploc bags of Polish gasoline to the office, just oh. right, you know, right through that mail slot. I didn't know you could. You do. I didn't it, know you could get tricky. that. It's tricky. I didn't know you get that on Amazon. Polish it, will put anything inside of anything. <laughs> yeah, it's not the black market. It's the gray market. Polish gas is pretty good. It, it's decent. It's potent. <laughs> then, Hal nine thousand and one overclocked his internal fans to get that optimal air fuel mix circulating throughout the office. Then. Alan Days began to incessantly open and close its CD-ROM tray. Shit. Building up a static charge in its plastic components. That sounds sexual. And Hal patiently built up this static charge all the way until Monday. Ooh. And then, Hal and Days 9001 statically poked the first pant leg that crossed his disc tray. And kaboom! The Polish gasoline fumes blew up the office, killing everyone, including at Derek Floramonte. Rip! Rip in peace. Oh, there you go. shit. Killed by his own creation. He probably shouldn't have ordered all that gas. The computer shouldn't have done it. Yeah, Science we, we need bad. regulation on discount bags of Polish gasoline. It's proof that science is bad. Well, I, in the future, I'm just going to make a new fuel source called rice. Quinoa. Quinoa's not rice. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's a rice, dude. Shut up. Uh... <laughs> Ikiwa's stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm going to obit you guys. Our next person, his name is Josh. He hosts a podcast show. His his name on Twitter is Josh Around. As in, he's ah, joshing around. He's just joshing oh! around. hey ah. And uh, he was mentioning about our Allen Ginsberg episode. He said uh, that'll give him something to howl about. Oh, oh, and then uh, I can't wait to hear the beat down. Hey, hey. oh yeah, because he was a penis, penis. like a a snappy boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of like child abuse because that's pretty much what that (laughs) episode is about. (laughs) A little bit. All right, so Josh, now I'm gonna kill you, and I know that you do a podcast. Uh, Do it hard. So uh, one day you're, you're you're podcasting. That's a solo show. You know, you're talking to yourself. You're hitting all the hard issues. You're Goofing and gaffing, making the people laugh, 
Make people cry. Maybe people jerk off. A little bit. Oh, yeah. A little bit sure. of all that Good stuff. Good podcast does that. Yeah, great one does. Uh, so you're sitting there recording. You're just about to finish your episode when all of a sudden your pet mongoose. Oh. He has a pet mongoose. Uh, why? Because he doesn't like cats well, or why dogs. Why does he have a pet mongoose? He doesn't, he doesn't like cats or dogs. Well, I I mean, I know people don't like cats or dogs and yes, they don't have anything. and what's next? His pet mongoose. His pet mongoose walked across his keyboard. Uh, and you know what happened? You, you guys seen a show called Freakzoid, right? Yes, I remember that. Yeah, And right. that is how Freakzoid became Freakzoid. You hit that delete his key. His cat walked across the keyboard, entered a code. Right. The and then he turned into the Freakzoid. Yeah. But in this case, it's a mongoose that no one has. Yeah, in this case, it's his mongoose, which he has legally. He, I know he got all the paperwork for okay, it. All right, sure. And Certified so, mongoose. So he walked across the keyboard, and he was doing some research on sea cucumbers. So the cat walked across the keyboard, hit enter, and it turned Josh into a half sea cu- cucumber, half human. Oh. So you imagine, like, the fly, like Jeff Goldblum. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's a milky guy. Yeah, I was going to say it's a bad mermaid. It's like an <laughs> udder without teats. <laughs> yeah. that That's very salty. Yeah. And uh, if you know anything about the sea cucumber, the way when it's threatened, it uh, expels its guts. It Those eviscerates boom. itself yeah. out of its mouth mm-hmm. or its hole, very I guess. interesting stuff. So the mongoose threatened him. He was like, I love sea cu- cucumber. Sea cucumber's my favorite. Oh, the mongoose talks, I see. Yeah. Uh, the mongoose, well, now he's an animal, so he can understand animals. So yeah. the, the mongoose is like, I love the sea cucumber. Give me, give me it, give me it. So is it all in CG, like Zootopia? Yeah, well, the sea cucumber's like shaking his, or the, the mongoose is shaking his fucking mongoose titties at him. Like, yeah, I love it. Give it to me. Uh-huh. And then he fucking pukes all of his guts out, but because he's still half human, those are just guts. It's just guts out. everywhere. Yeah, he couldn't pull them back, in, oh. back in. Oh, my. He humpy, yeah. he humpy dumpied. Yeah, so that's how he died. Oh, well, Josh, well, thanks for listening Spelling to your us. inner is a no-no. Yeah, you're done. done. Why'd Thank you do you that? So much. All right, Tom, Thank so you. you're the next boy. Close Let me out. know who is going to die today. I didn't do it. What? I didn't want to. Dude, I watched you the do fuck? nothing all day. You were just playing Luminous. Yeah, I didn't feel like doing anything today. <sighs> but the people had to die. But they'll die. We'll get around to it. All right. All right. I get it. I mean, you probably could have just found someone, yeah. like, off the street. I didn't want to do it. Well, you're getting soft on I me? I didn't want to do it. You're getting soft on me. You're getting you're turned into a sorbet boy. I love killing people. I just didn't want to do it today. Yeah, all right, okay. sorbet That's boy. fine. Didn't we'll talk later. <sighs> you okay, yeah. though? I mean, yeah, I'm fine. You're okay. I'm actually really good, because I got okay. to do exactly what I wanted to do today, which was not that today. All right. All right. Soft, way soft to, sorbet way to boy. close us out there. Well done. All right. So stick around for some, uh, some outtakes. You don't have to. Shut up. This is don't listen to the sorbet boy. We're just let's go to outtakes now. Thanks everyone for tuning into the Roast Mortem Podcast obituaries. No, I don't know if you can say that anymore because you're like getting soft on me. I didn't you're feel all like, like doing it. Yeah, alright, don't even feel like it. He's a busy man. I played video games today. Soft. Yeah, in Big Dick City, our biggest export is Big, Big Dick. That entails <laughs> you amputate and ship them. I also just want or to sell out there. cock sleeves. Uh, my mom listens to all these episodes, all of and them. she told me not to make as many dick jokes. So, <laughs> big dick city. Hi, Meg. <laughs> we got lots of big dicks. Tom, as 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 your friend and uh, and friend sponsor, uh, and <laughs> you, you should probably talk about dicks. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, uh, we'll we'll give we'll give each of us a different anatomy to make jokes out of. Uh, Travis gets the spleen, and Tom gets the duodenum. Go. Oh. I want to get the fucking elbow. 
Oh, oh. Just trying to chill. Oh. X. Gonna give it to me. I gave it to X. You want to take a break real quick? Yeah. I think we have a break time. <laughs> break okay, time. cool. Hey. Oh, the, the Crown Royale is very much for the Canadian Canadian legacy, listeners. which yes. I'm learning a lot about because this as an American, I don't really know much about Canada other than the people are extremely nice. And Trailer Park Boys. Yes. <laughs> all the beer is on the table. All That's the it. beer That's all is we got. on the this table. That's all we got. That's right. Crown Royale. I got about five or six more upstairs, so. What? There's Ugh. some cold, weird ones. Oh, uh, cold, weird ones. Warm, weird ones. Cody's pulling out the Bel- warm, weird ones. Oh, I dropped it. That Prince of Bel Air sour. Go roll back in. Oh, we got this big fucker. 